Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in again. Uh, Hope you're having a, a great week. Man, it warmed up, didn't it? Feel great. Uh, everybody was out and about, and unbelievable the change in the last week of the of the the weather. Gosh, freezing one week and beautiful the next week. I mean, only in Texas. I love Texas weather. I love living in Texas. It's just part of it. And uh, please, uh, I'm reminding you, tell 20 people to go to YouTube, and that's Randy Adams Inc. Listen to a couple of shows. Subscribe. I need subscribers. We need to build a uh, station, the channel I've got, and I, I want to make it the best I can. I'm trying to improve. I'm working on some new stuff. I've got it all gathered up. I'm new equipment. Trying to be the best I can be. Trying to do the best I can. Had an unhappy uh, listener. Hey, after seven years, finally get an unhappy listener. I'm doing something right, I guess. I don't know. Uh, they said I was arrogant, and I'm sorry if I'm arrogant. I'm sorry that I'm a blessed man. I'm sorry I apologize to those people. They felt like I was arrogant and uh, rude and everything else. And uh, Well, after seven years, I finally found somebody that uh, didn't like me and like what I was doing, and I want to be your mentor. I want to teach you. I want to give back. I want to be the best I can be. And I, I upset them, evidently, and I'm sorry if I if I come off uh, arrogant, uh, know-it-all maybe. I don't know. Uh, I've studied about it, prayed about it, trying to figure it out, talked to people about it. And I don't want to be arrogant. But, I, hey, I've been in business for 58 years. I know the ins and the outs, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I've seen the changes. I've witnessed it. I'm dealing with with cars every day. I'm dealing with people every day. I'm dealing with people that, uh, well, I, I had this caller this week. They wanted $11,000 to fix this car. And I'm telling you, uh, maybe two twenty five hundred. Well, they were trying to sell him a new one. Oh, yeah, they were working him and working him hard. And, I mean, this car had a lot of life left to it, but it had a lot of little odds and ends. You know what? Man makes, breaks, you know, catalytic converters, you got to watch out for those. Uh, there's aftermarket if you don't want to put factory on. You can go to Amazon and buy them, and I've done a bunch of them. And we'll continue to do a bunch, and I shop around and get the best price to put them on. Uh, I mean, brakes, uh, you know, they they price brakes 1500 for rear brakes. I mean, that's two, two and a half. I mean, you know, go to YouTube, find out what things cost, how long it takes to fix things. Amazon's got parts. I saved a hundred. Now, I get a break. I'm a car dealer, and I, I get a break on on uh, buying parts because I buy a lot of parts. My parts bills run tremendous at several parts houses. You know, you, you got all the big names you know, you got O'Brien's and Advantage and uh, AutoZone and, you know, and uh, AutoZone's close to us and we buy certain things from them, certain things from other. But, I mean, when I called around and one of my main parts houses, uh, shops, whatever you want to call it, 
They, they priced me $100 more than I could buy that park for. Amazing, $100 more. So, you know, of course, I went online and got it the next day. Amazing that they want, you know, can you wait for $100 for one? I can. I mean, you know, and this is, this customer's in the vehicle. We want to make it right. We're helping him out. And so, uh, saving a hundred, you know, shop prices. I mean, complacent. I mean, I get mechanics mad at me, but shop mechanics. I'm shopping my mechanics all the time. I want the, you know, there's certain mechanics like working on certain things. And like I say again, what man makes breaks. You got to be prepared. You got to get a relationship with, I'm, in my opinion, two, three mechanics. And find out what it takes to fix one, how many hours, you know, and they like going book hours. I used to have a mechanic named Tony. Man, he was dynamite. This boy could fix things in half the time that the book said, you know. And he, he treated me right, and we did a lot of business, but he moved on, and I'm sorry to lose him. But, uh, you know, be prepared mentally, physically, spiritually for a battle on your money, on your vehicle. This guy that was about, you know, they told him $11,000. I told him, he listens to my show. He said, Randy, that's living proof. They're putting fear in my decisions. They were putting pain to me for $11,000. And, they, you know, they were convinced that, you know, that I would look at that $11,000, trade the car in, take what they'll give me for the car because they were going to steal it, run it to the auction, bring a lot more money than what they were going to give him. And then he'd buy him a new unit. Well, you know, that's what they were doing. But this guy didn't want to do that. They were his wife was happy with the unit. They just needed a few things fixed for it, and I mean it. It wasn't that much, and I'm not sure he's going to spend two thousand dollars on it. And if he did it right, he'd probably get by with fifteen hundred. But you know what? Service departments are trained to put fear in your heart, put fear in your mind, pain in your pocketbook to get you to trade, and that's part of the business nowadays. You know. So uh, be sure and go to my website, Learn. tell 20 people to go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com, and 20 people to go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., and subscribe. I need subscribers. I need hits. Please, that's my pay. You know, I don't have many sponsors, and, uh, and most of this money comes back, comes out of back pocket national of mine. I, I pay for this, you know, and Everybody says, oh, man, everybody, you know, the radio station pays you. No, they don't pay me. I have to pay for this time on on the radio. And it's not cheap, but that's all right. You know, I'm, an, and I'm not bragging. I am a blessed man because my mother taught me right from wrong. My mother taught me discernment. My mother taught me uh, money management. But are we leading and guiding and teaching our sons and our daughters the wrong way to to be in debt, to owe too much money, to buy a new car every three years, to keep rolling it in, get deeper and deeper in debtor's prison. And same way with the houses. I, the millenniums are wanting to buy many houses, and I buy and sell houses any condition. I buy good, the bad, the ugly in cars, trucks, and houses. And so I'm flipping a couple right now. I, I, you know, I want to be productive. Everybody says, Randy, you need to retire. I don't need to retire. My two sons are working with me. I got a third son that's about to come up and I want to teach him and be there and be a mentor to him too. And so I've got in my best friend, he works for me for over 30 years. You know, so I mean, I've got people that's been around me for years and years and years and I want to, I enjoy their company. I enjoy, I love people. Do you love people? Really? 
You know, I, the don't judge them. Just like that unhappy listener of mine was judging me. I'm sorry that I, I explained to him. I'm sorry you feel that way. I apologize. Um, you know, um, please forgive me if I do come off arrogant. And I don't mean to. I really don't. But I want to teach you. I want to help you. Uh, my reward in this business is helping people. And hey, I get I get calls every day. I get people come to my car lot. Please call before you come to my car lot because I'm not around much anymore. I'm out trying to buy cars. I can't get enough bought. You know, I I used to handle 300 cars a month, and I can't get nowhere near 300 bought. But thank you, listeners, for telling 20 people I want to buy their car. And, you know, we have a lot of people on radio right now t telling you that they want to buy your car and, they're, you know, they're going to be the high, this, that, and the other. But it gets down to overhead, and it gets down to knowledge, and it gets down to favor. And I have favor at the auctions. I have favor with the dealers I deal with, you know. I have options. I've been in the business. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. $100 car, $100,000 car. Same way with houses. And so, you know, I've got this in a little super low overhead. That's what I've tried to explain. Maybe I come off arrogant that way. But yes, my car lot's paid for. Yes, my cars are paid for. You know, but I was taught the Dave Ramsey system before Dave Ramsey was around. My mother taught me Dave Ramsey system before he was around. And and he agrees with me. The best kind of car is a paid-for car. The best kind of house is a paid-for house, you know. And that's what we work for. That's what we strive for. That's what, I mean, you, do you want peace in your life? You know, I mean, you, you hear these car commercials. Oh, man, I hate my car. I hate my payment. I hate what I owe. Well, come on in here. We're going to make it worse. No, they don't say that. They say we're going to come in here and put you in a new one. And you got to watch out if they kick the trade. What's kicking the trade? That's not paying yours off, and you lose good credit for seven years. And you can't rent a house. You can't buy a house. You can't do. Man, it hurts your credit big time. You can't get a new credit card. I mean, there's so many things on bad credit. And it's they've train wrecked a bunch of people that way. So, I mean, there's nothing free in the car business. That Hey, that. That soda, that coffee, that fruit, that cookies and all, that's just to get you on a sugar high, get ready for st sticker price or something. I mean, you know, be prepared because, hey, it's a battle. It is a battle for your budget, and you need to know. You know, so we got all kinds of, hey, and I've got a new buyer for 200,000-mile diesels. If you're driving a diesel, it's time to trade. Hey, and if you need a new car, I deal with Covert Auto Group, I love them. I've been doing business with Rocks Covert 40 years, and we've never had a problem. And when money's the number one factor and you've never had a problem, man, it's a good man to deal with. But I'll get you a new Chevrolet, GMC, Buick, uh, Dodge, Jeep, Ford, Chevy, Lincoln, Cadillac, just uh, Toyota. I saved a bunch of people money on new Toyotas lately, and we can get them all delivered to your door. Hey, no big deal. You know, they're making a big deal out of delivering them to your door. I helped Covert Auto Group get trucks and trailers 20 years ago. They were doing this 20 years ago, and uh, they delivered a new Chevrolet pickup to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, to a lady that called me, thanked me, and said, you know, Randy, and I, I didn't make a dime on it. Uh, they sponsor a couple of shows. And so she said, Randy, I shopped the world over here, and Covert gave me a $2,000 better deal. So, you know, give me a call. We'll get it delivered to your door. I'm Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars .com. Be sure and go to 
my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com, and see what stations I'm on and when I'm on the radio. And we're going to post on my website previous shows so you can get all the information, but you're going to get every detail I can in YouTube. YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Go there and subscribe, please. But I'm going to have probably, my plans are 200 videos teaching you the good, the bad, and the ugly, the violations, what's going on, what the market report. Right now, the market report is unbelievable. We've got a spurt in prices that have jumped up on cars that are under 120,000 miles, cars that are good, not, you know, good past history. I mean, we got certain cars out there. Transmissions don't last. The air conditioners don't last. The wiring don't last. All kinds of problems. The CVG joints don't CV joints don't last. There's so much out there that doesn't last. And so if they're a good car and they'll outrun the buy here, pay here, if they'll if the banks will finance them, you know, these some of these second chance finance places are learning what's a good car and a bad car, and some of them will finance some of them and some of them won't. You know, so if you've got a vehicle that's under 120,000 miles, you've taken care of, it's nice. Uh, wow. I mean, you know, it's the way to go. It's it's worth a bunch of money. Let me know. Give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. And I want to tell you what I'll give for it. I, I meet a lot of people in San Antonio to buy their car. I buy a lot of cars people bring to me. And I sell a lot of cars to my listeners. Um, this show didn't start out wanting to sell to the listeners. That wasn't the main focus, but it's it's got that away because people are calling me and they're telling me exactly what they want, and I'm helping them out. And uh, you gotta you know you gotta watch out what you buy. And hey, and Carfax, I, I have a lady that bought a vehicle and didn't know it had a bad Carfax. Uh, I bought a, a vehicle that a guy another another situation he didn't know it had a bad Carfax. You got to look. I'm working on a diesel truck right now. Man needs to off. And uh, it's got a bad Carfax, but he bought it off of a Honda dealer. Now, uh, you know, I, sometimes I don't understand why people go buy a diesel from a foreign car place or a foreign car from an American-built car. I mean, it, sometimes I wonder, why is that person trading in? Why are they changing? You know, you got you to gotta check it out. This man didn't check it out, and he's found out that uh, that's cost him a lot of money, a whole lot of money. And he's struggling to trying to get out of the payment in order to buy a house. So, I mean, there's situations in our lives we want to reward ourselves, and it costs us in the end. What's your future about? What you what you going to do in the near future? What, what do you need to keep up and going and make sure that you're healthy financially-wise to purchase? This guy needs to buy a house for his, you know, his family, and I understand that. And now... Let's get prepared. Hey, you Democrats, uh, don't you just love Biden and Harris? Yeah, well, the real real president source, George Soros and Obama, but uh, they're running the, the country. Price, gas prices jumped up 45 cents recently, ever since he got in office. and going to continue to go up. We're going to be praying for mercy soon, folks. Uh, and don't run out and buy a little bitty car. They're going to jump up in price. We know that. Get prepared. And people are just, oh, I've got, you know. But maybe we need to be more selective in how our driving is, our riding around. Put our put our little, you know, make us a list. 
I need to go this, there, do this, this, do them all at one time instead of running to the state. You know, I see people run to the convenience store I buy gasoline at and drive up there and get one soda and drive back or get one scratch-off. I'm not a scratch-off player. i got news for you. I figured out that uh, one out of 17 millions a winner, so I don't know. Uh, and, and you win just enough to keep going. I tell a story. I was coming back from Oklahoma City one night, needed to get a Corvette back. I'd bought a late model Corvette I had sold out of Oklahoma City. And it the sale went way late because it was a big sale and it was a bunch of giveaway. And, and I hung around a little bit too late. And, and it was a seven-and-a-half-hour drive. So about 1 o'clock in the morning, I hit Austin, Texas, and I said, I need a shot of coffee to keep me awake, make sure I make it back to San Antonio. And at that time, I was living in San Antonio. And so I got in, stopped in there. I pulled up there to this convenience store in Austin, Texas, pretty close to Round Rock. And there's two $500 cars full of kids, 1 o'clock in the morning, and the family's scratching off, doing scratch-offs. I thought myself, how come the kids ain't in bed getting ready for school the next day? This was a Thursday, and it was, you know, by then it was Friday morning. And the sale in Oklahoma City was on Thursday. And I, I thought to myself, here they're driving $500 car, playing him and his wife, both, both. I don't know if they were brother-in-law, sister-in-law's brother, sister, whatever, but they're driving junk cars, three, four kids in each car, kids are playing, one o'clock in the morning, and they're playing scratch-offs. Make better decisions today that'll pay off tomorrow. I mean, you know, um, hey, I was, I'm, I'm gambling every day in the car business, that's that's what a buddy of mine said, Randy, we don't need to go to Las Vegas. We gamble every day in the car business. I'm gambling on a couple of units, stepped up on a couple of units to get bought. So, I mean, I'm gambling every day. But make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. And and that's what my mother instilled in me. Are we instilling that in our children to make good decisions? You don't have to have the biggest and the baddest and the greatest car in the world. Hey, look at we're praying for Tiger Woods. He was driving a Genesis. Yeah, a Genesis. You notice that when he had that accident? This guy could handle a Rolls Royce, a Bentley, or, you know, Maserati. I mean, he'd go down the list. He could drive, and he was driving a Genesis. I don't know, maybe maybe he just liked the looks. Maybe, but he can afford anything in the world. Hey, are you trying to live with an impression to impress people? You know, is that your identity, what you're driving? Well, my identity right now is an 04 Grand Marquis and a 2010 Dodge. I'm driving the Dodge truck a little bit, and I'm driving the Grand Marquis a little bit. So, I mean, you know, gee whiz, you know. Uh, it don't matter to me. I'm getting from point A to point B. Hey, and it gets decent fuel mileage, and I carry all my junk and my drivers. And, you know, what does it really matter? Who are you trying to impress? What are you trying to do? Right now, man, I own a Freightliner with a Detroit 60 and a 10-speed. I got everybody in the world trying to buy it. Well, I buy and sell big trucks. Big trucks went up. Why? Because everybody's buying the economy due to Trump, not due to the Democrats. The Democrats are going to try to destroy the, the country. It's not due to the, the Democrats. I mean, truckers are moving. We're wearing trucks out. People need new trucks. Man, I'm going to tell you, trucks have gone up. A lot of stuff's gone up. Ever we kill the value of the dollar, 
Are we weakening it by putting all these stimuluses in? And the Democrats, the only reason they use the stimulus is to get votes. They're not using it wisely. Of the stimulus of the 1.9 million, they're only using 9% to help people. The other 9% to help their buddies and everybody else. My brother-in-law, he's in the business. I got to take care of these people. 125 million over there, 4 billion over there. I mean, our politicians, hey, elect me. I'm going to take care of you. They don't take it. It's just like our, our San Antonio mayor. He don't care about people. He don't care about the city. He he wanted them to riot and burn down in downtown San Antonio. He wanted that to run wild. He didn't do anything in this last freeze out. And, you know, we had all this stuff open, all the lights running, all this. He, he didn't want to do it. it. He's not a leader, number one. And number two, he don't care about people. He wanted you to feel the pain and misery, you know, and then he going to stand up, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and they better not do this, boozy that. He's just trying to get votes. He don't care a, a bit about you, me, or anybody else in the city of San Antonio. He's got other people he could have called. He's got other people he could have gathered up. They could They knew this was coming. They could have had meetings. Hey, they call a meeting about, you know, having lunch or having a meeting. They have meetings for meetings, you know. So they could have had a meeting, set everything up, helped the homeless, helped the people, made sure that the utilities was getting done. But I don't know. Hey, our mayor, he don't care nothing, zero, about people, about this city. He wanted you to feel the pain, the pain. So when he gets ready to run for re-election, he going to lie as himself. He's the, he's the smoothest politician I've ever seen. He dodges questions. He makes himself look good all the time. Well, I'm going to tell you something. We got to look at what's going on. We got to look at the loss of the dollar value. We got to look of what we how we prepare for the future. I mean, the government's not going to take care of us. Look at China. They're putting people in prison, raping them, killing them and everything else, but we don't say anything about that. We don't do anything about that. And that's a fact, look that up. And so I want you to look at your finances, be prepared. Knowledge is power. I want you to learn and grow. I love Proverbs 1, 5, let the wise listen and add to their learning. I want you to learn. I want you to grow. I want you to be prepared. I don't want you to have fear to walk into a new car dealership. We need new car dealerships. I don't know how long they're going to last. Tesla's going to prove a new point where you can go online, order it, and it drop ship it at certain areas, you know. And probably the probably manufacturers are going to finally get that away. But we have so many new car franchises. And, I mean, Buffett's got so many pull. He owns over 100 dealerships and wants to buy a couple of hundred more. Penske owns almost 100. He wants to buy a couple of hundred more. But what do you do with money? And I want to buy a cash cow. That's why they, they, they figure they know car dealerships are a cash cow. And so that's what they work on so hard. And they've... They've got sociologists, psychiatrists. They study football coaches. Yeah, Alabama's football coach. They study him, how he sells himself, how he presents himself, how his program runs, what people are thinking, how he handles his business. They study you, everybody else, because they know that they want that valuable dollar out of your pocket. Hey, when money and profits your God, they don't care about people. Hey, our mayor, he, he, he wants to be reelected and he wants power. He don't care about people. He don't care about the city. This is a stepping stone for the next 
next election he's going to run to. There'll be a day when he runs from go for governor. You know, him and Wendy Davis. Boy, wouldn't that be a pair? Woo, mercy. I don't know what we'd do with it. them two. That'd be double trouble, wouldn't it? That's what I call two guys, that, two young boys at the church. I call them double trouble. Boy, they come flying through there. But they're good kids. They really are. I love them. I like harassing them. But uh, so, you know, this is a tape show. I'm sorry that you can't talk to me, but anytime you want to talk to me, give me a call, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. Give me a call. I'll talk to you. I've had so many people say, I can't believe that you answered your phone. I can't believe you called me back. I can't believe, you know, that you're willing to spend any time with me. People come to my car lot. I spent an hour with some people the other day. Gave them options, opportunities, uh, educated them. Oh, they were thrilled time they left. So, yeah, I got one out of seven years that don't like me and says I need to get off the radio. Well, you know, they could call the radio station, but the radio station likes my money. I mean, they like what I'm paying. So, hey, I need help. Tell 20 people to go to my website, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Tell 20 people to call me, 830-708-4789. Hey, and one of my listeners finally went to YouTube. That's Randy Adams, Inc. Watched some videos. He subscribed. He said, Randy, man, I sure like that. You taught me a couple of new tricks. Well, that's what I want to do. I want you to be the best you can be. I want you to learn. I want you to grow. God bless you. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Heard right here at 630, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Now, back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM 630. KSLR. Hello, this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in to KSLR, The Word, at 6.30 a.m. Tell 20 people, to, hey, to listen to this radio show. Hey, it's taped today because I'm working at Cornerstone Church. They need my help, and uh, it's a blessing to be at that church. They've helped me. Uh, I guess maybe I'll talk a little bit about it in a little bit. Uh, humble myself and learn more and giving more and love more and be the best I can be. So anyway, uh, we're not taking calls today. Barry's handling it. Thank you, Barry. Blessing in my life. Uh, inspiration, he really is. And so, but uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Bible. We're going to talk about the car business. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. But please, uh, like I said and all the time, go to YouTube. Randy Adams, Inc., and subscribe and watch the videos. Uh, I'm going to mention my next half. That I, I had a listener that him and his wife got to watch them and sure loved them and, and called me and thanked me for putting them on YouTube. Uh, it's Randy Adams, Inc. So tell 20 people to go to YouTube and subscribe, please. I need your help. And my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. Fact KSLR helped me build that uh, website. Marcus did and his and his staff and they did a great job and I'm really happy with it. But it'll tell you more about me and we're gonna put past shows on there. I'm gonna try to load it up pretty good. I'm trying to learn to I'm not very good on computers. Being seventy two years old, when I was in high school computers were about the size of a building, you know. 
and um, they didn't think they were going anywhere or doing anything. It's amazing that we we can't live without them now. I mean, it's the whole country's run on them. So, but go to learn to buy and sell cars dot com. Look to past uh, videos or, or well, not videos, but past shows, and also uh, take your time and see what other show times I'm on and tell people about it. Maybe, you know, that time fits when they're up or about or getting ready to go to bed or getting ready to go to work. You know, I've got a five o'clock show that uh, a lot of owners of businesses tell me they tell their employees to listen. They want their employees to get a, a good buy on a car. They want their employees to drive a good car. They want their employees to buy something they can afford, number one, so they don't steal from them. And number two, they'll show up for work. We need them to show up. Well, if they're broke down, they can't show up or need to borrow a car, they can't show up. So it's a battle that way. And so uh, that's why uh, they want their, their employees to listen to my show. And so I want, to, I want to give you an even playing field. I want you to learn. I want you to grow. I want you to be the best you can be. You know, and so many people are talking about, you know, electric cars now. And, um, you know, I don't know what we're going to do with the tax money. They're going to figure a way to tax us forever. Every time we get on the road or drive or something, I know they're going to come up with something. But I still say they could put an alternator on each wheel or two wheels or one wheel and charge up the batteries to go down the road. Me and my neighbors driving down the street, we were going to check on a truck I saw with a for sale sign on it. Uh, individual had for sale and I wanted to see how much it was and what the information was so we was driving in our neighborhood and uh, he said look they got their car plugged in they're charging it up for tomorrow I said yeah uh, but I tell you if they had an alternator on the wheel one or two and we got converters on alternators <clears throat> that will you know charge 220 110 all day long so if you've got an alternator, why can't we charge up the battery going down there? I mean, there's there's a lot of options, but I really believe the politicians need that tax money to blow. And that's why we don't have electric cars today. Hey, and I'm going to tell you something. I'll buy and sell electric cars. If they were good and people in the public wanted them, I'm in. I'm going to sell. I buy and sell the good, the bad, and the ugly. It don't matter what condition or what's going on. It's got some value, and you need to get what what is coming. But I, I was digging into Matthew 7, 7. Take authority with your decisions with the help of the Lord. And that's what my two cents is on here. But it says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. Who, who He who seeks finds. And to him who knocks the door will be opened. Wow, you know, but the power, do we ask for the power? Do we ask for the benefits? Do we ask for the blessings? Do we trust the wrong person? We trust that salesperson that don't know our future like God does, doesn't know our budget like God does, our finances, our family, our family needs. But I don't know, they're going to tell us what we should buy. 85% of the people that walk in the door of a dealership, uh, you know, they uh, they buy something they don't intend to buy. They buy something that's a lot higher than they, you know, they should buy. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy how we waste our money believing in people 
that don't know anything about us, don't care anything about us. The only thing they care about is profit and money and how much you got down and how much that big profit can be on that vehicle. So they can cash it in, turn it over to a credit union or a bank, walk off from it, and no accountability, no responsibility, no nothing, and smile all the way to the bank. But, you know, ask, and it will be given to you. Do you need wisdom? Do you need favor? I mean, the Bible is is our roadmap to success. Our Bible is a roadmap to the right answers in our, to all the questions that we come up with. But do we ask the Lord for wisdom, or do we want to do it on, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm one of them people, I'm, honestly. I get in God's way. I think I know it all sometimes, and, you know, and, and you know, it's not, we got to take time. Steve Sorensen, my mentor, oh man, I'm going to tell you, and he called me the other day, I appreciate it. I, I was on his mind, but he was on my mind. And he reminds me, he said, you know, me and my wife pray about spending money. You know, and we don't have to do it that day. We can come back. I bought a piece of furniture for my house, and I'm, I I redid a house for myself. Uh, I think it's going to be between now and eternity is well, my plans to stay in this house. And I bought a piece of furniture in the house. I saw it uh, five days ago. Looked at it, looked at it hard. And prayed about it, thought about it, waited on it, and I finally bought it after five days. Finally bought it. Sometimes we need to think about it. You know, and if it was still there, fine. If it had been sold, fine. Uh, but it was a cool deal, and you'd have to call me to tell, I'll tell you what it is. But it, I don't know anybody else got one in their house. But it fit my house, fit my cabinets, fit everything, and I... Man, I sure like it. And I'm glad I waited. I'm glad I thought about it. And I was thinking about something else, and a good friend of mine, she told me, no, 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 you don't need to be buying that. It's too feminist. And, you know, you being single, <laughs> that wouldn't look good in your house. You know, you need a woman in your house in order to make that look good. And I said, okay, I'm out. So anyway, sometimes we need to take advice from somebody who's got a better. I'm not a designer. Uh, I'm a fixer, a builder, um, you know, and I try my best to solve any situations that come up. I work hard at that. But, you know, who are we asking for advice? The Lord, the Bible, the people that have the best, you know, car dealers don't have the best interest in you. They don't care about your interest. They don't care about your budget. They All they care about is a profit and getting them all the money out of you. So, you know, maybe you need to pray more about it. Maybe you get in the Bible more about it. Maybe you need to ask him, you know, and seek. What is seeking me? I mean, seek is really studying and, and focusing on, on what to buy, focusing on maybe your future, focusing on your needs, focusing on your budget and your finances. Seek, and you will find the problem is we seek the wrong things. Do we seek what rewards us, what makes us feel good. Are we on our own gods? When you're on your own God, everything you do is fine. You don't know the difference between right or wrong. Well, I want to seek what's right. I want to seek the Lord in my decision. You know, and, and you will find the problem is sometimes when we seek really hard, we find out we're in debtor's prison. We find out we made a bad purchase. We found out we bought more than we should have or can afford. And like the listener we had about a year ago 
walks in to buy a new truck for him and his wife, going to be the last truck that he's retired. He figured it'd last him, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. And he bought a Mustang. Well, the time he walked out of that dealership on I-10, the time he traded that thing for a truck, it cost him $33,000. How'd you like to drive a car one year, be miserable, and cost you $33,000? That's what it did. It cost him 33 times he bought it, and traded it back in, the loss was 33000 Seeking, you will find. Seek God's will in your life and what you should buy. You know, knock, and the door will be opened. Here we go. We come walking in. We got fear walking into these dealerships, and fear immobilizes us. And it, and it makes you stop, and you can't control your thoughts. You can't think fast enough. Hey, let me tell you something. These boots are made for walking. One had a country song. I loved it. These boots are made for walking. If you're mixed up, and that's what happens when dealers will spin you. They'll get you going in a circle, hitting you with all kinds of different figures, all different kinds of cars, all kinds of different figures on your trade-in, and then hammer you when you walk in the F&I department and make a lot of money on you. And you walk out. <clears throat> I've had a lot of people walk out of the dealerships, don't know what they owe, don't know how many payments, don't know the interest rate, and don't know what they, the trade-in brought. And that happens every day when they spin you. Well, dealerships, are there's a lot of them that way. you got to know who to go to, when to go to, and how to go to. And so when you knock on that door, you're knocking on opportunity for them to make money. You're walking in that door. It opens, yes. But are you on solid ground, solid information, wisdom from the Lord? You, have you got the Bible in your heart, in your mind? See, we buy with our eyes and our heart, but our mind has to pay for it in a back pocket national. And I don't want you to get in that situation. You know, it, and, it, and it continues on, you know, and everybody who asks receives. The Lord won't, he'll, he'll help you as long as you get out of the way. And, I, and I, I've got, I know that for a fact because I stay in his way and I have to work on getting out of his way. And so he'll give you, whoever asks, he'll give you. He who seeks, finds. Well, when you seek the Lord, you seek the right information, you seek wisdom, you'll make a better decision. You'll be on solid ground. You'll know what's going on. You'll know what's best for you. And to him who knocks, the door opens, and it will be open. You know, but what are we doing when we get in there? Are we in control? Or do we understand exactly what's going on? Have we looked at that contract? Man, so many people look at that contract a week later, a month later, two months later, and it's too late. I mean, the next day it's too late. Uh, hearken the door. That's kind of the law that is if they deliver it to your house. you got three days to turn it down. Now, it sounds better to give you a week. And they know that they've got to do that. And they figure if you've owned it a week, your neighbors and your relatives and your friends think you bought it. And, you know, you can't take it back now because, you know, uh, you can't, you don't want to explain to your friends. You don't want to explain to your neighbors. Oh, well, I didn't buy it, you know. Well, why didn't you buy it? Didn't you buy it? Didn't you sign the contract? Well, I, you know, I did, but I just didn't like it. Well, they, you, they don't want to go through that. They don't want to go through that shame. They feel that, you know, well, my word's no good or something in that situation. But you got pushed into a car, sent home, and 
and I mean it delivered to you at your home. Now, if you sign up at the dealership, ninety nine point nine times, hey, you're you're solid, you're sold, you're delivered, and they won't back up. Some people bought a vehicle from local dealership uh, in the in the area. Let's put it that way, and they made a serious mistake. wasn't nowhere near what they should have bought. So they decided to take it back the next day. And they wouldn't take it back. Said, I'm sorry, you bought it, you know. And they didn't transfer it. They, they told them all kinds of stories, you know. The car dealer come up with more stories than you can believe, more jellies, more jelly beans. I mean, more stories than there is jelly bean in a jelly bean drawer, uh, jar. So, I mean, they, they come up with a story. So you got to be prepared. And so another lady, smart lady, nurse. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I don't want her to nurse me when I'm sick. But anyway, she stumbles into a dealership riding with her daughter, signs up on a new Wrangler, and her husband don't have a job. She signs up on this unit, takes it home. He likes to have a heart attack. He don't have a job. She bought something way too much money. I mean, this dealership on San Pedro hammered her and hammered her hard. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And so you got to be prepared for a battle, a spiritual battle, a mental battle, physical battle, because they'll wear you down. Hey, I had people tell me they advertise it. It's an easy process, 30-minute process. He said we were there eight hours, eight hours. Another lady out of Seguin about two years ago, uh, I happened to talk to her again. She said, Randy, we went into that dealership. They told us we had bad credit. We hadn't looked it up. We were listening to your show, and we didn't do what you said to tell us. I, I was, I'm sorry. You know, you can lead a horse to water. You can't make them drink. And so we didn't know our credit score went in there. They told us our credit didn't qualify for the, the, the car we wanted, the vehicle we wanted, SUV. And so they beat us up. They wore us out. They wore us down. And we were there. We got there at 10 o'clock. And we drove out of the dealership 9 o'clock that night. We were there 11 hours. And when we got home, we realized that we were paying too much for an ill-equipped base unit. She said then, her husband said, well, Randy Adams said to go to ftc.org or ftc.gov, either one, and look at our credit score. And her credit score was great. So this dealership put them together, convinced them, oh, man, this is all you can buy. And the people ended up with an ill-equipped, way too high, way too high interest rate, uh, way too high on extended warranty, way too high on gap. Well, they needed all that time, what they paid for the unit and everything else and uh, extended warranty. So we got them straight. We got them better off. They didn't get what they wanted. But they went back to that dealership, and dealership wouldn't do anything about it. Hey, when you hearken the door, hey, you be prepared. Because what you sign up, you got to live with. And I'm going to tell you, sometimes that living with that darling is misery. And every time you get behind the wheel, and that's what she said, every time I get behind the wheel of this vehicle, every morning, going to work, doing whatever on the weekend, I think about how bad a deal I made and how I've had to pay for it, you know. And she said, we're soon going to be in the situation where we got it refinanced, we got it down, we're making extra payments, 
get it down where we can trade it off and get what we really wanted and what we deserve. Well, that's the key. So, I mean, you want to be the best you can be. You want to do the right things. You want to be happy with what decisions you make. You want to be at peace. You want to have the joy. I mean, so many people I see nowadays don't have the joy of the Lord, you know. And so Jesus tries to tell us to be persistent in pursuing God, and but people often give up after a half-hearted effort. I mean, you know, they give up on pursuing God. They give up on pursuing, pursuing the right things in their life, the right purchases. And they conclude that God cannot be found. But knowing God, that's, it takes knowing God, it takes faith, focus, and follow through. And Jesus assures us that we will be rewarded. Don't give up your efforts to seek, you know, anything but God. Continue to ask him for more knowledge, patience, wisdom, love, and understanding. And he'll give it to you. You know, but we depend on man. We depend on the young salesman. They're trained. They're trained to say what we, we shouldn't hear. They're trained, you know, trained to lead us astray. trained to get more profit. You know, read the Bible. Gain wisdom. Our roadmap. Remember, that's our roadmap for life. And be persistent in pursuing God. You know, I mean, Peter, you know, we, we, the, in the Bible, when Jesus came walking up to the boat with the disciples in it and he was walking on water and Peter he was seeking the Lord he's strong in the Lord he started walking on water when he was focusing on Jesus his eyes was on Jesus his mind was on Jesus his mind was on the right things but when he took his eyes off of Jesus and he started to look down and see what the world was going on and seeing what he was doing he was going underwater he was about to drown, be underwater. Well, that's that's what happens to us when we walk into a car dealership. Our focus is right. We might have been reading the Bible and praying about it when we walk in there. But then we turn our eyes on man and the world and rewarding ourselves and how pretty. And these multi-50 and $100 million dealerships look so good, so inviting. The cars look so good. You think they're going to look this great forever and ever, and they don't. Hey, look at your car after this snowstorm and ice and everything else. They don't look as pretty as they did on that showroom floor. They didn't smell the way they went. No, man, it's got mud in the floor, on the floor mats. That is, if you got floor mats, because some dealerships, I'm beginning to think they steal them out and then try to sell them back to you. So, I mean, so, you know, if your eyes and your mind and your desires, and you got wisdom, you'll make a better decision. You'll know what you can afford, what fits your budget, maybe what fits your future. Do you like seven years of being debtor's prison? Oh, man, it's zero interest rate. I'm saving money. No, you didn't. Number one, you'd been better off getting a rebate, which was $15,000, and the dealerships added a bunch of profit to it, so you paid for the interest and don't even know it. You're telling everybody you got zero interest rate, and you got ripped off. I'm sorry. I'm telling you the truth. Man, I'm going to tell you. And then we're going to have all these cars that were zero interest rate trying to be traded in in three years from now. 
We're going to have, uh, it's going to be great for me. We're going to have great low miles used cars everywhere. There are going to be a bunch of cars trying to be turned in. But are you going to be ready? Are you going to be able to trade it off? You know, are you going to be buried again, deeper and deeper in debt? Oh, man, I didn't want to miss this opportunity. Hey, they're still got zero interest rate. We had zero interest rate before, but it sounded so good. And the manufacturers knew what was going to go on, how it was going to be shut down, how these people, you know, and they knew that the government was going to send everybody a little bit of money. Well, that little bit of money went on the car payment, didn't it? Yeah, probably did. I mean, I don't know. But, man, I tell you, uh, Watch out for false prophets at 715. They're, they're ferocious wolves. Be prepared. We're going to probably talk about that next week. That's a good scripture. It fits today. There's so many scriptures in the Bible. I'm writing a book about it that fit today. Fit today's business. Fit today's government. Fit what's going on in this world. But, you know, it's your world. It's your decisions. I want you to make the right decisions. Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. Hey, tell 20 people Randy Adams will talk to you. Give give him a call, 830-708-4789. And tell 20 people to go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. It'll tell you what's going on in my radio shows. We're going to work on it. I'm going to try my best. I've got uh, KSLR. It's done a great job. They're going to teach an old old Joe. old person like me, I don't know what to call myself anymore, but anyway, old guy, uh, to work on the computer, to add stuff to the computer, make sure that things are going right, and and add shows to it, and then be sure and go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., subscribe, tell 20 people to go there. But I mean, I want you to learn, I want you to be a teacher, but I want you to learn from me and understand what's going on, Understand, mentally, physically, and spiritually, it's a battle. And you got to be in authority. I want you to be the take authority. Hey, take authority with your decisions when the, when the help of the Lord. Take authority. Take that initiative when you walk in that dealership. Be in authority. Be in the power. Be in the strength. Be in the wisdom to make a better decision, make a better, make a better purchase. Because let me tell you something, you're going to be in debtor's prison for a long time if you don't watch out. I want you to be the best you can be. I want you to make the better decisions. I want you to be able to have extra money at the end of the month. You ever had that month where, man, there's nothing left in the bank account? You can't do nothing. You can't plan for the future. You can't put it in retirement. You can't invest in anything. But, see, that's the problem we, we struggle through. We make decisions that don't pay off. And I want you to make that decision. God bless you. Thank you, listeners. Hey, uh, spend time with family. Spend time with your church family. And uh, spend time with the Lord. Uh, Start your day off with the Bible. Start your day off with prayer. Start your day off with a love, joy, peace that flows to you and goes to others. I want that joy. And uh, as you probably heard that I had a listener, finally after seven years that don't like me, I apologize to him. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to be arrogant. I don't. I do humble myself. So God bless you. Give me a call on uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly car, truck, house, 830-708-4789. God bless you. I love you listeners.
Yeah.